Welcome to High Vibe In It with your hosts, Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida. Are you ready to make the most of your life? Manifesting your inner desires while living a more aligned, inspired life. Start here. Now, here's Kelsey and Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Happy Monday. I'm Lindsay, and Kelsey's here with me. And today we have a very, very, very fun topic to talk about, affirmations. But before we get to that, um, I just wanted to take a second, Kelsey, I'm sure you do too, to just thank everybody who you know has been listening and um, watching the replays and, and on YouTube and on all the podcast apps. Oh my gosh, you guys, our show is doing so well. And we are so, so happy to bring you um, all these new topics and all these points of discussion that um, can really help you change your life. Right, Kels? Yeah. Thanks for being here. Thanks for spreading the word. If you have any friends or family who you feel like would be interested in these topics, definitely refer them to the show and we are here to help you guys. So if you're new to this show, my name is Kelsey Aida. I'm an inspirational blogger and author. My first book is actually about affirmations, which is the topic we're talking about today. And Miss Lindsay here is a certified hypnotherapist. So she is like the mind reprogramming master, which makes her super qualified to talk on this topic. So let's dive in. Yeah. So I just want to take a second. I wanted to just get that out of the way because I just feel so much gratitude for every single person that has rated us on um, iTunes or anywhere else and has, you know, found what we talk about interesting because that's all we're trying to do. So this week we're talking about affirmations. Um, It's a huge topic for me and my clients. It's one of the biggest things uh, that we kind of go over because affirmations are just another word for a subconscious suggestions. This is what I talk about and what I do in hypnosis um, with my clients. And I know Kelsey knows how big this is in in law of attraction and manifesting, which is why she wrote a whole stinking book about it, which is awesome. And uh, yeah, so we're going to tell you how they work, what they are, if you don't know what they are, and how you can use them to create a badass life and why some people might actually be doing them wrong. There is a wrong way to do it. Um, Well, I would say a longer it takes longer if you're not doing it the right way. An effective way. <laughs> effective, yeah. A less effective way to do them. So you want to make sure you're doing them as uh, as the best you can and that the ones that pack the biggest punch. So that's what we're going to show you how to do today. Super exciting. You want to get started, Kels? Yeah, I'm actually going to throw it back on you because I want to hear your definition. <laughs> I want to hear your definition of what an affirmation is. Well, like, how just, would you define it for anyone who doesn't know? Yeah. So I don't know if uh, it was the last show or the first show we did, but I remember saying, uh, and I say it all the time, that no one, you're the most suggestive person to yourself. Like there's nobody else that can have as big of an influence on you as yourself. So your own voice, your own words, your own language is super powerful for you. Um, Affirmations very simply are a way to get what you want into the subconscious mind to kind of smooth it out and get it more in line and on board with what you consciously desire. Um, which is why I say that it's really just subconscious, um, suggestions, but conscious you're doing them while you're awake instead of in an altered state of consciousness, like meditation or, um, hypnosis. So affirmations are very powerful. You can do them while you're awake, you don't have to stop your whole day and do a meditation session in order to do them. Uh, it does help, but we'll get to that too. And it's just a very easy way to change your thought patterns, change your energy and realign with what you actually want to create. I what like would you it. say? 
I would say, I don't remember how I put it in the book. I'm sure it was much more eloquent than what I'm about to say right now. But basically, an affirmation is anything that you affirm to be true. So if you say, I'm bad at math, technically, that's an affirmation. It's not a helpful one because that's what you're telling your mind that you are and you're going to keep manifesting that. But that's an affirmation. Or um, I look great in this dress. That's an affirmation. Um, it can be something so simple like that. Or it could be something. in men. There are negative ways <laughs> yes. to create yes. your life too. <laughs> and that's why we need to make the distinction between positive affirmations yeah. and detrimental affirmations. Because you're doing affirmations all day long. Anything that you tell to yourself about yourself is an affirmation. So the goal would be to choose beneficial ones. Choose ones that are going to build you up and empower you and help you to get to where you want to go. I love that. That's And I, I, I did forget to mention that. There are negative affirmations. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Because I really only try to focus on the positive. I know you do too. But it's important um, when I have people come to me and they're saying, well, this is what I want to work on. Um, I can't do this. I'm really bad at this. And, you know, while it might be true for them, it's never going to not be true if they don't decide to change the language. So um, a lot of times that's the first thing we look at is what are you saying to yourself? Yeah, <laughs> just are you becoming aware this every day. Yeah. And just that awareness will get them to just acknowledge and be careful not to judge themselves when they do acknowledge it and, and begin to shift it that way, too. Um, so. Yeah, that kind of brings us into how affirmations work. And really, I, you know, we kind of already touched on that anyway. It's just the language that you're telling yourself and it's getting into the subconscious mind. Um, so no matter what, you are already kind of using affirmations for better or for worse. So it's really just about becoming aware of what you're saying, writing or speaking these truths in a way that you want them to be instead of the way that you perceive them because everything is just perception anyway, and you can change that as easy as you want to. Um, so let's talk about kind of ways to do them most effectively. I know I have a few points to talk about. Do you want to touch on that too? Um, you can start. I just wanted to say first um, some ground rules for this episode so we're all on the same page. When we say affirmations, we're most likely talking about positive affirmations, ones that you do on purpose, consciously to help benefit your mind, your programming, and ultimately your life. Um, so just know we're not going to be like negative affirmations, positive affirmations like every five seconds. For the most part, affirmations means what you want to be doing. Um also, when we say use affirmations, we mean doing them deliberately, like taking time out of your day to recite these things to yourself or to journal about them or to meditate on them or to say them out loud to other people. There are a million and one ways to use them, which we'll get into later. But I just wanted to set those ground rules real quick. Yeah. Are you um, thinking that somebody's going to uh, want to use negative affirmations? No, not that you would want to use negative affirmations, but I just wanted us to all be on the same page. Oh, yeah. Nothing <laughs> but positivity here. Nothing. High vibes only. Um, <laughs> um, so there are a few ways to kind of use these um, and make them the most effective. I know Kelsey has uh, a brilliant you know, book that talks about this, and she goes into different, different terms, but they really mean the same thing. So we'll get that into that as I, you know, explain my version and then she'll kind of explain her version, which in, equates to the same exact thing, really. So in my practice, in my experience, in the way that I teach this, there are two basic ways to write affirmations. 
um, or to speak them or think them or to create them. So there's the direct and literal way, which is the one everybody's heard of. I think the I am statements, I am abundant. I am thin. I am beautiful. I am whatever it is that you want. So you fill in that blank. Um, that one is great, but one size does not really fit all with affirmations. Every single human mind is unique. And so there, I know that there are people listening who hear those, I am rich, I am abundant, I am beautiful, and they can't imagine writing that down and not feeling like a freaking liar. Um, and your subconscious knows that. That feeling of not wearing the right size shoes is the best thing I can think of. It's just, it doesn't feel right. And your subconscious knows that it doesn't feel right. And that's where that feeling is coming from. So if that is something you want, it doesn't mean that you have to throw that goal out just because it doesn't sound good or it doesn't you know, feel good when you write it in that way. Um, the other way, you know, for those that don't really get on board with the I am statements, you could just write I am becoming or every day I am more open to or I am allowing myself to receive whatever it is. And that might change just the energy of those two statements is completely different and could shift how you feel about them. So one way is going to resonate with you more than the other way. Um, why don't you talk about the term that you use for it? Because I really like how you put it too. Yeah. So what you're explaining is what I would call softening an affirmation. So if you want to use the affirmation, I'm a bajillionaire or something like that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you go stand in front of the mirror and try and look yourself in the face and say that, you're going to be like, wow, I feel really stupid, really fraudulent. This is not true at all. Um, this is not helpful because I'm yeah. feeling bad about myself when I say it. So really, it's counterproductive. So if you are wanting to become more abundant financially and you want to use affirmations, start smaller, soften the affirmation, help it to resonate with where you're at right now. So like Lindsay said, you could say, I'm in the process of becoming more open to receiving more money than I ever have in the past. Or every day I am learning or every day I'm improving my relationship with my finances. See how those ones are getting you in the same direction of more money. But when you say them, you can actually stand behind them confidently instead of feeling stupid. (laughs) It's such a big difference because yes, the words are important, but also how you feel when you say it is way more important. Because if you're saying one thing and vibrating at a different frequency than what you're saying, you're only causing discord, which is not going to help it to manifest. It's going to feel frustrating. And it's it's unfortunate because this is when, and I know I felt this before when I first got started with um, any kind, any kind of this stuff, any kind of creating your own life stuff and taking charge. Uh, When you're not, when you feel like you're constantly lying to yourself or it's not working, you, you want to give up and you just, well, affirmations don't work for me. So I guess I'm the one, one in a million person that this doesn't work for. And that's just simply not true. Affirmations work for every single human who can communicate and think in English or any other language. Really. If you have a cog, if you have cognitive function, (laughs) affirmations will definitely work for you. You just have to find the way to speak to yourself and the way that you take in information, the way that you learn. So, uh, you know, like I said, one size does not fit all. You have to figure it out. And the best way to figure it out is just to simply get in touch with how it feels, to put it both ways. Um, and then just play with it. Try it out. You know, everything is meant to be fun. And this is just an experiment anyway. Worst case scenario is you try something else. Best case is that it gives you everything you ever wanted. 
So <laughs> that is a pretty good case. Um, and going back to what you said before, like when people say, oh, affirmations don't work for me. The irony is that in itself is an affirmation. And if you keep affirming it, it's going to become your truth. It's going to become your belief. The law of attraction is always reflecting back to you what you actually believe because that's where you're vibrating at. So if you want that to be your reality, then keep on saying that. But if you don't, then I highly recommend you try and switch that belief, which I think we should do a whole episode on how to change your beliefs because that's such a powerful life skill to have Mm -hmm. because really a belief is just a thought that we keep thinking Or something that we think once or twice and then we keep seeing evidence of it because we're thinking about it. And so then it becomes true, like the only truth. But of course, we know that there are many different truths, many different perspectives. And so if you want to change a belief, it's as easy as noticing the belief that you don't like, choosing the belief that you would rather have, and then finding evidence to support that new belief, which is like a whole side tangent that I don't want to get into, but just we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> oh my God, we have so many good topics. So <laughs> many. Every time we talk about stuff we should do, I just get so excited. Like we got to talk about this. We got to do this. We got to do that. Um, focus, Lindsay, shiny object syndrome. Not today. We're talking about affirmation. <laughs> so, so much to talk about with affirmation. To get us back on track. Yes, back on track. Here's what I want to ask you. Can you explain to the people scientifically, because you have that perspective, how affirmations work? Like, why do they work? Well, they work because you're talking to yourself. <laughs> and, and when you talk to yourself, what happens? Well, they work because you're talking to yourself. You're opening that communication with yourself and thus with your subconscious mind. And therefore, you know, it's going to perk its ears up and listen. But it's not, uh, you know, especially when you're saying it in a way that you take in information. If it's already in your subconscious language, it's just going to happen even quicker. It's going to understand it even more. Um, And that, I mean, that's just the way it is. It's the same reason hypnosis works, except with hypnosis, you're altering your state. And instead of the conscious mind driving the car, it's the subconscious driving the car. The the conscious isn't going to sleep. It's not taking a nap in the backseat. It's just getting in the passenger side, still aware, still looking around, still very much in control of everything that's happening. But the subconscious is just very, very aware. So in that state, you're able to receive information that might otherwise not get picked up by the subconscious or not get um, received. So, so it's, it's an altered state. And with affirmations, you're not entering an altered state unless you're going into hypnosis or some kind of meditation where you incorporate affirmations, but you are, uh, speaking to your subconscious mind. And that is the big boss. That is who decides where you are, how you feel, um, any, what goals you're going to achieve, what goals you're not going to achieve, any, your energy, it, it, it determines everything. So if you are giving this information and it's kind of like placing your order with your subconscious mind, which then gets shot out to the universe. Um, I'm not a scientist, so don't say scientifically, but <laughs> well, from, you know from what I mean. Clinical standpoint, I guess that's the best way I could just <laughs> neurologically or whatever. <laughs> Obviously I'm not that scientific either. When I wrote my book, hashtag actually I can the art of affirming yourself to greatness, I had it edited by this guy who was really into science and he was correcting like all my science oh my terminology. God. I would be like, this frequency, and he would say, like, oh well, you're supposed to say like frequencies or whatever, because that's more scientifically correct. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would never ever claim to be a scientist, but I do have some substantial knowledge on how the subconscious works and why it does what it does and 
how to fix it. So (laughs) yeah, I like to call the subconscious mind or think of it like the identity police. So Mm -hmm. it rules your identity and it says who you are, which dictates a lot of what you do and what you can achieve. Because if you think you're A and you're trying to achieve something that only a B type of person can achieve, your subconscious mind is going to be like, yeah, no, that's not in alignment with who you are. So that's not happening. Well, and the the reason why it does that actually is because it just simply doesn't know what that's like. Unknown equals danger every single time. So if it knows what it's like to be in a terrible relationship, it's going to do that because that's what it knows and that that's what, quote, feels safe to it. Um, but consciously, you know that that makes zero sense. And that's why that's why we go in and we decide what's no longer working for us. And we kind of decide what we want instead. And that's how hypnosis works. And that's how affirmations work. Um, yeah. Cool. That's perfect time to take a little break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about the more practical ways to use affirmations, like in your daily life. And we'll give a lot of examples too, from our lives and our perspectives of affirmations that have been really helpful and what they helped us to do. So you guys can have some ideas of how to use them and whatnot. So we'll see you guys on the other side of the break. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Do you feel like there's something in your mind holding you back from your vision of success? Do you feel like you're constantly in the cycle of trying, failing, and starting over again? If outdated limiting beliefs are keeping you stuck, hypnosis might just be the tool you've been looking for. Go to lindsayrobinson.com for more info on how to get your subconscious and conscious mind working together to achieve your goals and align your mind with success. That's L-Y-N-N-S-E-Y Robinson.com. If you're serious about raising your vibration and feeling better, self-love is the fastest way to get there. Not only is it the best way to feel better, but it's also the fast track to manifesting all your desires. Kelsey Aida has created an entire online video course to walk you through the process so you can finally realize your divine perfection. High Vibe in it. Listeners can get a special enrollment discount with the code High Vibe. Visit RadicalSelfLoveCourse.com to get started on your self-love journey today. That's RadicalSelfLoveCourse.com. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to High Vibe in It with Kelsey Aida and Lindsay Robinson. Check into the show today by calling into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to high.vibin.it.show at gmail.com. That's high.vibin.it.show at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hey everyone, we are back talking about affirmations and we want to dive a little bit into the more practical side of how do we use them, how do we practice them, when is it good to recite them, what are some tips, tricks, and all that jazz. So Lindsay, when you personally do affirmations, what is your favorite way to use them? So, okay, there's, I could go on forever with this one. (laughs) Let's see, where do I start? So the first thing Truly, the first thing I do is 
I do the uh, narrative that I talk about with my clients. You know, you write out how you want your life to feel. We talked about this. Did we talk about this? Anyway, you write out like a paragraph or two or three of how you want your life to look in whatever, however amount of time. If you don't want to put a date on it, you don't have to. But basically a future uh, journal entry as if you've already got the thing. So I started out with um, you know, I'm so happy and excited and joyful now that, and then I just go and I just put whatever it is that I want. Usually it has to do around my business. Um, and you know, I'll write my next business goals and I'll be thankful for all of the, the goals that I've achieved and all the money that's coming in and all the people I'm able to help and all that stuff. Um, and that's where I kind of, from that, that's where I get what my goals and, and what I actually want. Because you'll find sometimes, I know you know this, when you're journaling, things will come up that you didn't even know that you wanted. <laughs> so that's, for me, the best way to kind of pick out and, and use that as a reference for my affirmations. I always, always, always do um, the inferential affirmations. So we talked about direct and literal. We talked about inferential or more vague language, more metaphorical uh, language, which is giving the other half of the population that doesn't get with the I am statements, the ability to read between the lines, to find the deeper meaning in, in what's being said and how they're taking in information. Cause that's just simply what they're trained to do. So if you have a very analytical mind or somebody that overthinks or dwells or, you know, doesn't get on board with, you know, direct language needs to kind of find what they really meant by what they said, even if there's no deeper meaning. Um, that's the kind of person that I am usually. So I will always put my affirmations in that way. So every day I'm becoming more open to uh, my abundance or every day I, I find more and more ways to be grateful or whatever it is I'm more comfortable with, or, you know, just cracking the door to that idea of whatever it is that you want. Um, the best, the one that always comes up for me, because I do sit down and practice them, but I, I will be the first to admit I am not the best at doing that. My nights and my days are crazy because I have three young, young, young children and finding time after all the kids are asleep to write affirmations is hard. Um, finding time in the morning when all they want is everything you have. <laughs> early in the morning is hard. So when I, when I can, I do, but I'm always, always in the mindful practice of being grateful. And, and that's a key component to doing affirmations, which I believe we'll touch on as well. But the best one that I always do, and I find myself saying it all the time, we were just talking before we came back from break that the, the only times I really feel like I know I'm getting stressed out or that I'm losing myself in my worries is usually about finances because I have a very, I don't know how else to say it. I have a pretty high standard for myself and what I want to be contributing to the household. And if I find that I'm not necessarily doing that, I kind of go into like panic control freak mode. <laughs> so for me, like if I have to write an unexpected uh, check for an expense that we didn't know we were going to have that month, which every single buddy has that happen to them, then I will just, if I remember, tell myself, you know what, it's okay. It, there will always be more because if I'm writing, uh, a check for this, or if I'm paying this bill, the universe will reward me back with more than enough money. And I'm, I'm not kidding. It works every single time. And that's why it continues to work because it has, because I found that proof in my daily life that it did work. So when I say that now, when I say, you know, it's okay, there'll always be more and kind of just let it go. It feels better. Number one, it's a reinforcement of that affirmation. And 
and it works. It works every time. Well, it works because you really believe it now exactly. because it has become your reality because you've been yes. telling yourself that and then finding evidence that it's true. So and the only reason it started working is because I didn't stop. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's really the only way to tell is because if you give up too soon and go to another one or you try something else, you don't know how much that would have worked for you because you just didn't try it for one more week or one more day or five more minutes. You know, I like it. Yeah. What about for you? Me, um, for me, I use affirmations a lot in so many different ways. I mean, in my book, hashtag actually I can, I have a whole chapter that gives you like really practical ways to use them. Like put them on a sticky note and put it in the car or put it on the fridge or put it on the bathroom mirror. That's like my favorite. I like to use Crayola markers and write things on the mirror because it just like Windex is off really easily. So I'll literally write things on my mirror so that every time I'm in front of the mirror, I can look at that affirmation. I can say it out loud if I feel inspired to, or I can just sit there and read it and really like look into my soul and be like, yes. And just like affirm that as my truth. Yes. And there are some people listening. They're like, oh my God, what a great idea. Yeah. I'm sitting here listening and I hope that there are people with me like, oh my God, that mirror, I need to clean that mirror. (laughs) So like, I can't, it needs to be clear for me. See, I'm such a control freak, but it's hard. Like, my whole life is chaos. So in those little places where I can like clean the mirror extra good or clean the counter and stuff like that. So for me, it would probably be like a sticky note maybe. <laughs> well, controlling is just a form of trying to feel safe. Uh, yeah. So Have you been to my it's house? It's like having <laughs> compassion for yourself that, oh, there's a part of me that's really control freaky. And that's yes. because it just wants to feel safe. <laughs> but, see, but here's the thing. I love that part of myself. I really do. I don't think I'm ever going to want to get rid of her because she keeps control of all my finances. She makes sure that we're boat stays afloat. She makes sure the house stays clean. She makes sure everybody's at their appointments when they need to be. I mean, amen. That's all I got to say. That aspect brings a lot of value to your life. Absolutely. That's good. And safety. And safety. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Safety. That's a whole nother topic that we can get into for all the anxious control freaky listeners out there who are on board with us. But anyway, so I use affirmations all the time. I really like to do them in the morning and at night. I won't say that I do them every single day, but a lot of the time I'll wake up, I'll go to my journal, I'll say a few things I'm thankful for. I'll make a little list and then I'll kind of set my intentions for the day, which is basically a form of affirming affirmations. So I'll say like, I intend for today to be a really great day. Um, I'm feeling good. I'm enjoying my life. I'm getting things done. I'm helping people, whatever it is. I like to say it all as if it's already happening so that Mm -hmm. it can happen. Um, and then at nighttime, I really like to use affirmations to just like soothe me and calm my nervous system, which is a lot of a lot of the time because I have an anxious aspect too that gets really uh, like panicked when I think too much about future stuff. I like to use affirmations to just bring her off the ledge and be like, it's okay. It's going to be fine. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Like today, for example, on my Instagram, I was sharing, um, some affirmations that have been really helpful for me lately because I've been kind of like that panicky part of me has been coming up about some future stuff. So the affirmations that I've been telling myself that just like, whoo, soothe are number one, what's the rush? Like really, what's the rush? If, if 
I have my whole life to figure things out, then there's no rush. And if I'm going to reincarnate again and again and again, which I believe that I will, then there's really no rush to get anything done because I'm just going to keep coming back here anyway. And I think a lot of the times why we are so anxious is because we're in a hurry to get to a destination or to get something done or we feel like we're running out of time. So it kind of stirs up that panic. But when you take the time out of the equation, you take a lot of the panic out of the equation too. Yeah. So I think, you know, I I have my reasons for, for believing this, but why do you think people are in such a rush all the time? Where does that come from? Um, I know just for myself, my anxious part always convinces me that there's just not enough time in one lifetime to do all the things that I want to do. And I feel like if I die without having done those things, I'm going to be really regretful that I didn't fit it all in. So for me, that's what it is mm-hmm. for other people. For most people, society as a whole, the answer that's coming to me is that our nervous systems are just overstimulated from putting too much into our brain, watching too much TV, reading the news, talking to too many people. Mm -hmm. It's just too much stuff all the time. And our nervous system is just like, and then because it gets all stressed out, then you start acting from that place of being stressed and being hurried and being rushed because your body doesn't feel safe and grounded. Yeah. Well, I think definitely that. And I also think that we're comparing ourselves to people because if there was no quote standard for society of like the progression of your life, especially as a woman, for sure, if there was no timeline that anyone had laid out, would people be as in a rush. I, I Dude, that's so true. And I'm thinking of a personal example here. I used to be really stressed out about relationships and marriage and having babies and stuff because at this point in my mother's life, she was already married and having kids. Yeah. I'm not married or having kids. And so when I used to think about that, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so behind. Right? <laughs> like my biological clock is ticking. Like, language. what am I doing? Think about that language. But then you're like, behind what? Like, behind what? Really exactly. Behind like- an expectation, yeah. behind something that someone else did. Like, there's no rules here. I love that one. There. What's the rush? That is so perfect. Yeah. What's the rush is a really nice one. Um, some other ones that I've been using lately is maybe your only job is to just wait and see how it all unfolds. Are you Instead, talk about what my husband told you that one day. Oh yes, wise able. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I was freaking out about something, and whenever I'm freaking out, I call Lindsay because she talks me off the ledge. She <laughs> is my affirmation, my rock. Aww. And I don't remember what it was. It was just something that my just anxiety something. got all triggered about, like always. And so I call Lindsay and I was telling her, like, I know in my heart that everything's going to work out how it's supposed to. But I'm just freaking out right now. And she tells this to her husband and her husband is like really chill. Well, like you were most on dudes. your phone, to be fair. I think we were so FaceTiming. He was overhearing or something. He was, yeah, he heard you. And what was the exact words that he used? I don't know. But the gist of it was, he's just so wonderful. He goes, <laughs> look, if all you can do is wait, then just do that thing really, really well. And I was like, good at waiting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And me and Kelsey were like, oh my God, that's amazing. And then now we just talk about it all the time. Like every time one of us is upset because me and Kelsey are pretty wonderful, enlightened, also very impatient people. 
Um, well, we're mirrors of each other. So we have a lot of similarities. We yeah. reflect back to each other, each other's anxiety, each other's perfectionism, um, our tendencies to be really hard on ourselves. I mean, it all goes together. Our needs like, for, for signs from the universe at every turn. <laughs> that we never trust when we get them. So we have to ask for a million more signs our, just we to always confirm say the first sign. Our poor spirit guides are probably exhausted. Uh, anyway, so yes, he said, if, you, if all you can do is wait, just wait very, very well. So I just think that is so perfect and so appropriate for every single area in any situation that you're in. Think about what you have control over, what you can do, and just do that thing very well. Because what else can you do? Yeah. And now if my new motto is like literally just <laughs> enjoy the wait. If yeah. you're going to wait and you know it's all going to work out, just enjoy the wait. Like the only thing yeah. that's real anyway is right now. So you might as well try and enjoy yourself. Exactly. So I really like that spinoff. Thank you for bringing up that story. <laughs> also, I have two more affirmations to get through that I want to share. So yeah, this next one is no matter what happens, you'll get through it just like you always do. So this is like my safety net affirmation where if my brain is going into panic mode, like what if this outcome happens? Well, then it's fine because you've been disappointed before, you've been hurt before, or you've been through hard things before, and you always made it out the other side, and you always were able to thrive afterwards. Mm -hmm. So just trusting in myself and using that affirmation to remind me, no matter what happens, you'll get through it like you always do, which is true. Yep. And then the last one is, maybe it will turn out even better than you can imagine right now. Of course it will. And that's just an affirmation that leaves... <laughs> leaves possibilities open and just makes you take a little sigh of relief because when you're in that anxious mode, you're just projecting things onto the future that may or may not happen. Yeah. So really you don't actually know and you might as well try and enjoy yourself until you have an answer because if you're worrying, I like to call anxiety the pre-worry. If you worry before the situation actually happens when you would really I guess you never need to worry, but you could choose to worry then. Like you're worrying before and you're worrying during. That's worst case scenario. Best case scenario or middle case scenario is if something bad happens and you're worried um, when it happens, but you're feeling good up into it, like yeah. that's better. Um, and then the best case scenario is to just not worry and hopefully it'll all work out. So either way, it's like how much worrying do you want to put yeah. yourself through? That is really? So funny. I was just thinking about that exact same thing last night. It was something about I have um, an acquaintance who's going through cancer, unfortunately. And I was thinking to myself, would I want to know? Like, you know, if you find something, if you find something like a lump, would you want to know? I mean, would you want to like go months and months without going to the doctor? And in that time, you're worrying completely like how could you not you just you're you're a nervous wreck and then you go to the doctor and find out everything's fine or whatever and that whole time you worried for nothing like would you I was thinking that to myself would I rather worry for months and months and months and then go to the doctor and have it all work out or not worry and then maybe find out something different but at least in those months you were fine like you didn't I I don't know man yeah, I get, that I reminds me of so hesitant to go. I I do. Like, well, I we're scared to just trust that things are going to work out. And sometimes we don't trust that we can handle things when they work out. So we yeah. do the pre-worry as a form of protection. But ultimately, it's just hurting yourself and wasting energy, you yeah. know, which we have to keep reminding ourselves, especially if we tend to be naturally more anxious. Like, okay, 
I understand I have an anxious part of me. I'm going to treat it like a small child. I'm going to give it a little hug. I'm going to tell it that thank you for worrying for me. Like, I understand why you're doing this. I really value that you want me to have a great life. But don't worry. Like, everything's okay right now. You know, we're thinking about the future. But right now, everything's okay. And just coming back to that. So another affirmation, like, what's happening right now? Like, right now, I'm safe. Right now, I'm okay. Right now, I have everything that I need. I like bringing myself back into the present moment because it helps me feel safe. So those are some affirmations, too, that you can use. I love that. I am safe. That's one of my favorite affirmations these days. I will literally sit in meditation for five minutes and breathe in. I am safe. Breathe out. I am safe. Breathe in. I am safe. Breathe out. I am safe. Just keep reminding myself until my body feels more calm. One of the main, that's exactly, oh, you're so funny. That is exactly what I do with, I would say like 65, 75% of my clients is this very general mantra of breathe in, I am calm, breathe in, I am safe, breathe in, I am in control. Because that is a big one for a lot of people. You are in control. Every single second of the day, you're in control. So um, your emotions and your emotional state is never out of your control. It's just what you know how to do. And don't get me wrong. Like we're not saying that we get this right every time, but these just, these things work and it does take practice and it does take work. And, um, this is just what we, what we know how to do, (laughs) but we're far from perfect actually. Definitely. Yeah. If you haven't noticed, we're both anxious control freaks. And that's why we both got into the personal development space because we were like, how can we control our lives to try and feel safe? And how can we manifest everything that we want? So we always can expect what's coming. And, you know, it wasn't like we got into this from the most healed place. Like we kind of came into it from a little bit of a fucked up place where we were having all these issues. We didn't have it figured out yet. Mine I mean, I still don't have it figured out, but I have some things figured out that at least work for me now so I can feel better. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. And that's, that's really all you can ask for at the end of the day. Like we said, what, what can I control and how can I do what I'm able to do very well? You know? And And I think something that's really beneficial to be aware of and something that you can control is your perception of any given situation. So maybe you can't control the actual situation, but you can always control how you're thinking about it and from what viewpoint you're looking at it, because that can make all the difference in the whole wide world. Well, that is where we're going to stop for this this point. We're going to come back in a little bit and we're going to talk about now the hows, right? How to do them, the best ways to do them, uh, when to do them. That's important. I'll talk about that. And uh, we'll get you going with some really good affirmations. So we'll see you on the other side of the break. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. If you're serious about raising your vibration and feeling better, self-love is the fastest way to get there. Not only is it the best way to feel better, but it's also the fast track to manifesting all your desires. Kelsey Aida has created an entire online video course to walk you through the process so you can finally realize your divine perfection. High Vibe in it. Listeners can get a special enrollment discount with the code High Vibe. Visit RadicalSelfLoveCourse.com to get started on your self-love journey today. That's RadicalSelfLoveCourse.com. Do you feel like there's something in your mind holding you back from your vision of success? Do you feel like you're constantly in the cycle of trying, failing, and starting over again? 
If outdated limiting beliefs are keeping you stuck, hypnosis might just be the tool you've been looking for. Go to lindsayrobinson.com for more info on how to get your subconscious and conscious mind working together to achieve your goals and align your mind with success. That's L-Y-N-N-S-E-Y Robinson.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to High Vibe In It with Kelsey Aida and Lindsay Robinson. Check into the show today by calling into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to show at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello. So, Lindsay, let's dive into what are some of the best times to practice affirmations as far as like time of day, state of mind, all that jazz. Um, Well, the state of mind, I don't think is, I mean, I definitely could be wrong about this, but I haven't found the state of mind to really affect it too much. I mean, I guess you don't want to do them when you're spiraling out because it's, you want to wait till you're at least a little bit more even headed so that your subconscious will be ready for them. But, um, the time of day is, is definitely important. So there's this from a hypnosis standpoint, from a subconscious standpoint, there's a time of day, two times actually that your subconscious is really more receptive and more awake, so to speak. So that is within the 30 minutes after waking up and within 30 minutes of going to bed. Um, entering sleep is a form. You have to go down the path of hypnosis without getting all the way to hypnosis in order to go to sleep. Instead of accessing the subconscious with sleep, you're going into unconscious. So by transitioning into sleep, you are in fact entering a state of hypnosis to get there. Um, when you're coming out of sleep, same thing. Your, your subconscious is still very alert to having just kind of passed through that altered state. So 30 minutes after waking up, 30 minutes before bed are the, I would say the best two times to practice affirmations. Um, first, of course, you want to word them in a way that makes sense to you. Word them in a way that feels good. I want to just put this out there. If you have any questions or you want to float one by me or Kelsey, please send them to us. Just send out your objective or the affirmation that you have and tell us, you know, this just doesn't resonate with me. I don't know how to word this so that it will you know, work. I'll probably ask you a couple questions and then I'll be able to help you kind of word this in a way that feels good. If once it feels good and once you have one that you really like, um, you want to, well, my favorite way is to write them out. I know, or, or do hypnosis on it. Definitely. I would say is the best way, but if you're just going about your day, um, and you, you know, you woke up 30 minutes ago or 15 minutes ago, just sit down and write them, just write them for a second. The subconscious is very, um, is listening at that time and the handwriting will get directly into the subconscious because that's where your handwriting comes from is the subconscious. So it's tied, um, unbreakably connected to your subconscious mind. So if you're writing them out, it's much, much more impactful than if you were just saying them or thinking them and, and, or typing them, I would probably suggest not typing them. It's not that they're not going to work, but if you want the best bang for your buck, it's gotta be something that's going to get to the subconscious the fastest. And that would be handwriting or hypnosis. I know, Kelsey, you wanted to talk about meditation, right? That's also a very good one. 
Yeah. So I like writing them out, like how you said, but I also like meditating, like how we mentioned earlier. So a really simple meditation you can do is creating the affirmations that you want for yourself. I like to do this in the morning because it's really energizing, but you just breathe in. What's that? What a coincidence in the morning. Well, that's just my intuition. (laughs) I know. Best time to do affirmations. (laughs) But um, yeah, so I'll breathe in. I am safe. I'll breathe out. I feel good. I'll breathe in. Today's going to be a great day. I'll breathe out. I'm feeling excited. I'll breathe in. Good things are coming for me. I'll breathe out. Can't wait to see what they are. Like I just start this dialogue with me Mm -hmm. breathing in and breathing out and going through the affirmations. That's one really nice way to get them into the mind and just help yourself have a little pep talk almost. Um, I find it to be really energizing though. So I don't like to do it at night because then sometimes I can't sleep if I get too excited about how great everything's going to be. I'm like, oh no, no, that is not a problem for me. (laughs) Not even a little bit. I go to sleep so fast these days. So yeah, writing is good. Meditating on them is good. Also, another point that I wanted to mention that I know isn't great for beginners, but I think some of you will be ready for it is doing mirror work, which there's a whole book on this by Louise Hay, who is like, ultimately the affirmation queen. Mm -hmm. Um, She kind of made affirmations mainstream. But mirror work is when you stand in front of the mirror, you look yourself in the eye and you say your affirmations out loud to yourself. It sounds simple, but it's actually really intense. Mm -hmm. It's a really intense experience. So if you're ready for it, cool, do it. It's very potent and very impactful. If you're not, that's fine. If you feel stupid, like don't do it. You don't have to. (laughs) It's just another way that you can use them. Um, And something that I talk about in my book too. And something that I teach in Radical Self-Love because I think it's really important for us to connect with our souls in the mirror and to make eye contact with Mm -hmm. ourselves because soul gazing with other people is a way to connect. But also when you do it with yourself, it's really, really powerful. Yeah. And then I know you had some guidelines, like general pieces of advice for how many days should we use a particular affirmation or set of affirmations until you feel like it's good? Well, it's different for everybody. You know, when you feel like it's good, might be five days, might be three (laughs) days, might be two months. But again, from a, from a hypnosis standpoint, you, you, we know that some of you know that to create a habit takes 28 days, but that's not really true. It's 28 times, 28 occurrences of this thing. So, um, or 21, did I say 28? Yeah, you did, but (laughs) just a little extra, it's fine. 21, a little extra has never hurt anybody, but 21, 21, 21. And so that would probably be optimal 21 times of writing these out, whether you do it in the morning at night, that would definitely count as two times. Um, so it might take half that time if you're doing it twice a day. Uh, but I would say don't give up on your affirmations before seven days, give it a full week, write them down, really give it your best effort. Um, and feel it as best as you as best you can, and then just see what happens after seven days. If you don't feel it yet, it doesn't mean it's not working. It just means, well, it's been seven days. But the reason I say seven is because chances are you're going to feel really great by the seventh day, and you're just going to want to keep going. But I would say definitely the minimum you should be doing these is about seven days, a full week of doing it. Yeah, I really like seven days. When I write them out on the mirror, I'll usually pick like an affirmation for each week. So like every morning and night when I'm in the bathroom brushing my teeth or even if I just go in the bathroom or shower or whatever, I'll see it there and that'll be for a whole week. And then the next week, it's like Monday, time to pick a new affirmation. And then I just cycle on to the next one. 
Yeah. Um, as far as how many affirmations should we be practicing at once? Because I know I don't have a steadfast rule for this. Um, but if you have any advice, because I know a lot of people ask, like, well, should I be doing a million different affirmations mm-hmm. on different topics? Should I stick to just one? Well, one reason people feel that affirmations don't work for them is, number one, because they're not saying them in the correct way for their subconscious to take it in. But the other, one of the other big reasons is because they're just doing too many at the same time. Um, it seems instinctual to want to just put everything in there. Now that you're doing affirmations, you just want to put as much in there as you can, right? But there is a limit to what your subconscious can take at once. And you don't go to the gym and try every machine and still feel good at the end of it. You just don't. You're burned out. You never want to go to the gym again. <laughs> and then you just, you, you know, it doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help you. So I would say, mm, see, it's hard. It depends on the person. One to five would probably be the best. If you feel overloaded with five, definitely narrow it down. Three is probably the best round number to use um, if you're beginning uh, because you still feel like you're getting a lot done, but it's not so overwhelming to the subconscious. Yeah, Um, whatever feels good. Like, don't stress yourself out trying to do something that's supposed to make you feel better. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah, That's kind of silly. The main thing is to just not not do too many. There is, there is a way to do too many. So if, if you're writing the whole page, each one, a different affirmation, uh, probably pick three, <laughs> pick three, stick with it for seven days. You can always move on to next ones. Um, if you want to expand it, but don't do too many at once, I would say. Yes. Um, and well. something I really want to dive into as far as tips and tricks and how to use affirmations is it's really important that you know where you stand emotionally on the topic that you're trying to affirm about. And this is literally what my whole book is based on and why it's different from all the other positive affirmation, like how to's out there is because I teach you how to, how to match affirmations with where you're feeling right now and then how to work your way up the emotional scale. So if you're really angry about your relationship you shouldn't be affirming things like, this is the best relationship I've ever been in because it's going to feel horrible and just make you more upset. So from that emotional point or from that vibration, you can say something like that resonates with you. Even it could be even out of frustration, like I'm really ready for this relationship to lighten up a little bit, Mm -hmm. or I'm anticipating the day when I can really be myself in this partnership or whatever it is, you have to start with where you're at and don't try to jump the grand Canyon because that's when you create discord. So know your emotional state and choose affirmations that make you feel just slightly better. It doesn't have to make you feel so amazing. It just needs to help you shift your mood by like one zone. So if you're feeling mad, you want to get to frustrated. You don't want to get to happy right away. If you're feeling um, like a little bit like just okay, like a neutral mood, like you're not super happy and excited, but you're not really feeling that shitty either. You're just like, whatever. Then you would want to feel maybe hopeful. That's like the next closest mood up. So when you know your emotions and how they work, which I give a whole like chart in the book of the ladder of emotions that we have, it's easier to choose affirmations that will move you up just one level because that's the more natural effective way to practice them I've found 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's not to say that you shouldn't be wanting to get from angry to happy, but it's saying that just let's just remove that expectation completely because it is absolutely normal to be mad and want to stay mad for a little bit. Everybody's felt that way. Like, no, I don't want to feel better. I just want to be pissed for the next whatever. I don't even know. If you give yourself that like expectation of like, well, I have to feel happy. I have to feel better. That's where the discord comes in. So it's not to say that you you shouldn't want to. You can want to, but it's also okay if you don't. It's also okay if you just want to sit in your anger and allow that to process for a minute. And like like you said, move up to frustrated and then maybe irritated and then maybe slightly bothered. And then, <laughs> and yeah. then it's okay to just be neutral sometimes. Yeah, I think it's good not to judge where we're at and to just work with it instead of against yeah, it. Because exactly. the more you resist it, the more it persists. As we all know, that famous saying, what you resist persists. So what happens if you just accept where you are and work with that? That's when the transformation can happen. That's when the healing happens. That's when the integration happens. So that's why in my book, it's organized by topics. So for example, there's like affirmations on finances or affirmations on relationships or affirmations on confidence, but then their subcategories are by emotion. So however you're feeling, there's a whole page of affirmations that you can start with when you're in that mood. And then when you get to the next mood, there's a new page of affirmations. So you just keep working your way up and up and up. Yeah, guys, get her book. It's awesome. But it's I called hashtag actually I can, just so you know. And yeah, if you search on Amazon, you have to use the hashtag. Otherwise, it doesn't show up. Well, the link's in the description, so they'll be able to find it. That's true. Yeah. But I do want to say, I would say the most important thing about affirmations, yes, everything we've talked about is super important. But if you're not already grateful for what you have, it's kind of putting the cart before the horse. So be grateful. <laughs> Think about all the amazing <laughs> things you didn't have a year ago, two years ago, 10 years ago. Be grateful for those things. Be grateful for where you are and the thing, and the blessings that are coming into your life. Acknowledge them. And then that's the platform that you will use to create even better, even more. Um, well, we're about to close the show for the day, guys. It's been so much fun, Kelsey. I love this topic so much. We talk about it all the time and now I get to share it with you. Um, you'll also see in the, in the description of the show, there's a link to my free uh, mini course. I have an e-course that kind of teaches you all about what we just talked about and helps you create affirmations and gives you my top 10 affirmations for creating wealth and abundance in all in, in both of the forms. So it, I give you some literal, I give you some inferential so you can kind of pick and choose which ones feel better for you. Kelsey's book is amazing. Oh my gosh, you guys go get it. It's on Amazon. You can find it in the show description. Um, anything you want to say before we close Kels? No, I guess just go to our blogs because we've both written a lot of blog posts and have a lot of free resources too about affirmations. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know there's a lot of posts that have ideas for affirmations and stuff on my blog. If you're like, well, I don't have money for a book right now or whatever, like you can go there for free resources. Um, but I would say the book is definitely the best resource and I've been getting a lot of good feedback about it. And Lindsay's freebies too are really awesome. So go download yeah. those. And our yeah, website. yeah, we're here for you. Check us out on Facebook. Keep the feedback coming because it just makes my whole day. Yeah, if you're better. listening to this, um, like in hindsight or not quite live on iTunes or Stitcher, whatever, you know what I was trying to say, the replay. <laughs> if you're listening to the replay or even not listening to the replay, please leave us a review anywhere. Yeah. It would be super helpful for other people to help find the show so we can spread the word and spread the vibes. Guys, it's been a pleasure. We'll see you next week and keep the high vibes. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of High Vibe In It. 
Be sure to join Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida for another great program next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We can't wait to have you join us again soon.